You're good looking Knicks fans. Welcome to episode 34 Knicks fans. Wild. Y'all already know the vibes. This is a big, big episode because the Knicks are finally back. We have basketball to talk about. And um, I'm here always, like, with as always with my guy, Don Juan. To the people, really. Yo, yo, what's going on? What's going on, man? Excited mm-hmm. to have the season finally start. We're finally here. I mean, with this countdown has been here for a while, like, but you know, got opening night tomorrow, Friday. I can't wait. We're going to be there. It's going to be dope. But you know, mm-hmm. this is Nick Fan Wild, episode 34, coming out of Off the Ball Network. Always providing y'all with the best content. Make sure y'all tune in and check out their website, man. There's always goodies in there. And I know y'all always like making money, so check out my guys out there too with, with the Hedge Pod, man. Always giving out money, always giving out lunch money for people <laughs> out here, man. So make sure y'all follow follow my guys out there, man. Yeah, for sure. And we are with the press of Off the Ball. Don't want to mention, we're going to be at that next game tomorrow. It's going to be crazy. Listen, if you haven't got your next ticket, make sure to go over to SeatGeek. Big time news, big time get from Chris, who is the off the ball is now sponsored by SeatGeek. Get $20 discount for your first time users of SeatGeek when you use promo code off the ball network. That's all together. Off the ball network. Big time news. So if you don't have tickets to the game, go to SeatGeek. Buy your tickets, link up with Don Juan, Triple M. We're going to be in there. We're going to be taking shots. And shout out to my guy Chris in the building, bro. Tell the people it was really good. Yo, it's always a pleasure to be on the show, guys. That was a great intro. And yeah, man, go on to SeatGeek. That's that's the newest sponsor of the Off the Ball Network, man. That, that was that was dope when I got the news of that, man. That that's that was big time, man. There's some of the best podcasts out here are, are, are brought to you by SeatGeek. So to, to have that partnership with them, that's real dope. So, uh, yeah, go check out use promo code off the ball network twenty dollars off your first purchase, and uh, you know tell them we sent you, man. Uh, but uh, happy to be on the show, fellas. I got a lot to talk about. Got a lot to talk about. Yeah, bro. I mean, finally we we back. You we haven't had you on since the draft show where we had a whole draft show and the Knicks didn't even pick nobody. <laughs> and we thought we just out there wasting time, but a lot has happened. In between that, so let's get this ball st- row started. The New York Knicks lost last night. Tough, tough loss for sure, man. It was it was a hard fall game. The game went to overtime. Cam Reddish hit a three in the corner, put the game to overtime. Knicks lose by three though, one twelve, one fifteen. And listen, a lot of good things, a lot of bad things. We're gonna get into it right now in the in, the, in this episode, but we have to start off with our guy that we we do a lot for, R.J. Barrett. Three for 18 from the field, 11 points. Just didn't get it. 0 for 6 from three-pointers. Just not a good look for R.J. Don Juan, what do you think about R.J. Barrett? Wow. Man, talk about a guy that, you know, we thought he was going to come in this year and break the, the slow start thing that he always does for some reason. You know, seeing him in, in the summer, we've seen a couple of clips here and there, him working. He's telling us that, you know, he's working on this, working on that. So I thought he was going to show out. Not going to lie, year four, just got paid. Thought it was really going to be something, man. But, you know, it's just game one. He did look a little nervous. He looked a little out of it. You know, defensively, he was always caught, like, off balance and whatnot. But that could also be more because of, you know, the tough assignment in John Morant. I mean, that's that's not someone that he's 
that's not a guy that size wise he's probably not gonna guard most most nights and it's not the guy that speed wise is definitely not gonna guard so you know maybe a good, missing grimes definitely played a part in that grimes would have played more but yeah i was a little bit disappointed granted it's only game one but you know i was more i was more like i guess the team production kind of made up for what rj's performance did but uh it's just game one he's gonna get over this hump you know all right yeah i agree i agree chris what you think about rj barrett's struggle man oh man mr rj barrett all right up and down with RJ, especially the last two years, I would say. And the slow starts are are, are, are kind of getting repetitive. And then I felt like this is a matchup he should have took advantage of. There's no Dylan Brooks. Like, he should have really been able to do more. And, and he, he, he did not show out at all. I think if he had played just a, like, 5% better, we get the W. And... He was just bad on both ends of the court, and that that's what really bothered me. Like, he, he and he showed in preseason. Like, he was a solid defender last year, and it feels like preseason he, he he's getting backdoored a lot. Like, he's getting, you know, getting taken off the dribble a lot, and I saw that a lot yesterday. Even with like Santiago, like getting him off the dribble. It's like, all right, RJ, like, and just like bad mistakes, the bad shot selection. Like, it was just bad, and I think. There's no more babying with him. Yeah. Can't keep making excuses for RJ Barrett no more. This is year four, man. Like I, I we could baby him and, and the you know rookie year you could be like, all right, there's too much going on, you know, the, the system, no space and all. All right, that's cool. Year two, okay. But like last year he did the same thing, slow start. Remember there's times he wasn't even playing at the end of the game before the new year. Yep, yep. Like 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 Tibbs don't mess around like that. And I'm not saying that's gonna happen, but like no, it's no more babying, RJ. That's it. We can't be babying. And, and you saw yesterday, people were like, oh, well, no. It's, and I get it. It is game one, and, and it's just one game. I get it. But it's like, I'm just, overall, there's no more babying, RJ, this year. Yeah. This is year four, right? He's acclimated to the system. Like, we need to see something. And there's still stuff that getting to the basket, being he, he's just not good at He's just he, – everything's contested at the basket. It's – I don't know. It's just – I'm not gonna baby him no more. It's it's enough of that. We need to hey, because if Julius Randle had the performance he had yesterday, <laughs> oh my good, you know, yeah. y'all know Twitter would have been like, y'all keep him in Memphis, you know, send him, you know, like let, like he would have got crucified. Yeah, on the Knicks would have got killed. But RJ is like, oh no, it's it's just games one. Nah, you're right. Like now. Nah, no more. Hey, no, I don't care. RJ, this is year four, man. We need to see that next step because in order for the Knicks to take that next step and feel good about the future, uh-huh. RJ needs to take that step where he's a borderline all-star. Right? I'm not That's saying right. he needs to be all-star, every, but he needs to be a, at least in the conversation. All right? Yeah. He keeps playing like this. He ain't going to be in the conversation, and they never regret giving him that, that max. So no more baby in RJ. That's my biggest takeaway. He played awful, and he's the, probably the reason why we didn't win that game. And thank God Cam Reddish. RJ, RJ, I'm over it. Okay. Most should be over it. It's, big, you know, big words. Over. Big words. No Damn. more babying I, I, RJ. I feel like I'm babying RJ. <laughs> <laughs> like, we you know, you're four. Like, we, we see everyone getting hype. He's working on this in the offseason. He's, he's getting quicker. You know, his hips are not as tight. Like, he's not as robotic. He's, he's smooth with his three-point shot on the catch, off the catch. 
you know, getting to the baskets, another thing, like, because he, he seems like he gets stifled every time because he has no twitch. We saw improvements in that, and then, you know, it seems like the same stuff we, we've seen from the past, and it's like, okay, and the people just babying him, like, oh, it's okay, he'll be fine. Like, oh, nah, 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 man, it's year four. <laughs> get on him, like, the same way y'all get on Julius, same way y'all get oh, on Fournier. Nah, man, it's it's I'm over. The, Chris, the Chris, Chris is over. throwing some big punches right now for RJ. He, he messed he, up my sleep, up. man. I just messed up my sleep. I couldn't sleep. I was twisting the turn. I was just thinking of that bad three point. It was just bad, man. Bad. Yeah, that was a terrible shot. Out of like, out of all his shots, that might have been the one that's like, what are you doing? You know, that's tough as the ready. The situation, you know, there's still a time on the clock, but he didn't really have to force that shot. You know, you see, you see, John Moran and Zion players picked before him. I mean, they. They bought out game one. And, um, exactly. And they're year you know, four, we, too. Like. We, we passed this subject already a lot of times, but you, the Cavs felt comfortable uh, giving up so much for Mitchell because they know they have their all-star in Garland already. You know, and the Knicks, they they offered RJ. They offered RJ Barrett. And and we love RJ and stuff like that, but this, this tells you, this is a telling sign. Uh, I'm not tripping like y'all said it's game one, but, but we cannot see these performances from RJ. And that's going to get into my next topic, just reaction to the game. Listen, the Knicks, RJ played terrible, and and they had that game. They lost by three points. And you just – the Knicks are not that good enough to not pick up wins like yesterday. They have to win those games. We know we're going to be up on the teams that are tanking. That's that's for sure. But the good teams, we have to steal these wins. Yes, it was on the road. Yes, it was in Memphis with the Knicks – with Memphis team that won 50 games last year. But we was in that game. We had the lead, man. And it, it, it's tough because Chris said this right earlier. He said, if RJ just plays 5% better, 10%, makes one of those threes, makes one of those jump shots, the Knicks win this game. They lost by three points. And, and it's tough because that's a game that I felt like the Knicks had to win. They should have won. And Listen, if we're going to come back from last year's debacle, we have to take these games. We have to, when teams give us games, when teams are missing players, we have to attack and we have to get these wins. So, real disappointment. Uh, there was a lot of things I liked. Hardenstein, like him. I like him. I like him. Yeah. Uh, Cam Reddish, of course. But let me ask you, Chris, what, you, what was your overall reaction for game one? Uh, don't get too much on Cam. We're going to talk about Cam. Game one reactions is, you know, it is frustrating the loss because a game. If I told you they're missing two two of their key players, their two best defenders, right? You know, Triple J is a is a all is a top with a top five defensive player of the year. Like led the league in blocks per game, and Brooks is a solid defender. And then if I told you Bain, their second best player right now, would shoot. Well, I think he shot six of eighteen or four of eighteen, and only gave uh, you like fourteen points. Like you'd be like, okay, we should. That's that should be a win and all that. So you, you like the because they were down what like 15, 16 points and it could have got I ugly. Think it was down nineteen. nineteen. Yeah, yeah. So it could have got ugly. You like the fight and all that, and you like you know, you know, Cam Reddish and, and company did and all that. But and Hardenstein to me, and and I was doing a spaces with with some Grizzlies people I know. And shout out to Francis who's out as I would off the ball. Uh, and he also works for SB Nation covering the Grizz. And he was like, I was he asked me, Harnstein and, and Mitchell, how do you see that those minutes distribution going? And I was like, I think Mitch early on, I think 
Mitch is going to get predominantly the minutes, but I could see a situation where Hardenstein finishes games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Mitch gets majority, but I think Hardenstein will finish games, you know, especially with depending on the matchup. And that's exactly what he saw. And he provided really good minutes. And we saw him in preseason. He's a hell of a passer. And he just might be a better fit than Mitch right now because Mitch had foul trouble and he just he didn't look right and all that. But he could shoot. He could shoot. We haven't had a backup big like that. Like we were so used to like Nerlens the Wells types, and we haven't been used to you know a a, a player like Hardenstein who could stretch the floor a little bit. And hey, respect it. OG Taj Gibbs. Yeah, no, but like a true center like nah, that. Nah, nah, yeah, I'll like you, I'll you. you know, but so that was good to see and all that. And Brunson struggled a little bit, but he looked like you know the floor general that we uh, we've been craving for. For, yeah. I mean, you see, I saw the stat like since 2009, we've had a different point guard starting opening night every year. So, like, to have that stability is good. And, and they fought, and then, you know, but, you know, there's still a lot of things they need to work. The perimeter defense to me was the one thing. Early on, it felt like every screen Memphis set, it's like the Knicks just stopped and just got swallowed up. And then there was a guy open every time. Every time Bain was open, Aldama was yeah. open, Conchar was open. It was like that's that's that happened way too much. So they yeah. fixed it in the second half. It got better, but you know there's some you know, there were some things. I like the adjustments they made in the second half. You know, um, you're not stopping Ja. Mm, no. Ja. So you, that's fine. Ja did his thing. Thirty six points. They contained Bain. Bain did not have a good game. Um, Tyus Jones. They let a little. You know, had, had some big shots for them, but. You know, um, tough. It, it was just a tough loss, but they, yeah, they did some good things. They did some good things. Obviously, like Quick didn't perform, but Cam did. So, like, you know, that's if that's going to happen, you know, could just need consistency from, you know, guys obviously like Barrett on. He could be better and all that. You know, Julius was Julius. I think he played well and yeah. uh, and uh, did some good things. But, uh, you know, it, it was a tough – it's a tough loss. It's a tough loss. Yeah, Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain, you said it. He shot six for twenty-two, and yeah. three from thirteen from from three. Like that's his thing, shooting the threes. Great percentage. He went three for thirteen. And, and he just gotta win these games, man. You just gotta win these games. Yeah. What you thought about uh, game one reaction? Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not gonna lie. I was watching the Yankee game and the and the Knicks game. I had a two TV set up. As y'all can see, we literally in baseball mode game tonight. Too. Oh, we all game three two. got the Yankees. We ready. Yeah, we ready. We ready. We ready. Got to we get ready. The game but um, you know, I'm not disappointed. It was a tough loss because in Nick Fashion, you know, they reel us back in after an ugly start. And of course, in Nick Fashion, like I just said, they lose the game at the end. But I mean, I saw so much, you know, hard grit and and. A little bit more disappointing because of uh, the bench didn't show up, but the fact that the starters were able to kind of bring us back and reel us in. Where last year, you know, we got used to the just a bench mob kind of bringing us back, and then when the starters go in, that's when it falls apart. And yeah, and and, and one of the main factors in the starters that I was real happy about is just Randall. You know, Randall's energy was was something that you know last season we really didn't see. And you know we saw we saw in preseason, but you know pre, it's preseason. You know everything is fun, everything is cool. But you know game one, I felt like Randall literally saw baby food out there. Like I'm gonna eat these guys. There's nobody that could guard me. Like you, like you guys mentioned, JJ, uh, Jaron Jackson was out. 
so there was really nobody that could guard him, and he really made his presence known. He killed in the paint. Fortunately, he fouled out at the end. We probably could have used him out there in overtime. But at the same time, man, he – I feel like he's going to be our anchor, and, I, and I'm mm. – and I got a little prediction for later, that, you know, a little hot take. But okay. but Randall, I mean, it, it, it's going to take him to kind of keep us in the game, keep the, keep the team, like, above water with him – like I said, being our anchor, being the consistent 2010, because everybody else is is still like, you know, you just never know what to expect. I mean, we didn't expect Cam to give us 20. Probably expect the RJ to give us that. We probably expected more from IQ. But the fact that Randall's going to be day in and day out, he's going to be a 20-point guy, which is why I always was like, yo, wait, why y'all trying to try trade this guy? I understand he doesn't really fit. But when sense. I could give somebody the ball to give me 20 points, Randall is really the only player that could I could really truly believe could do that. Whereas opposed to you know give it to Obi, he's not gonna do that. You know, Obi's gonna right Obi's gonna do something nope. different, of course, bring some energy. But he's not a guy that you're gonna give the ball, give me 20 points. He's gonna no. do it in other ways. You know, put back alley a nice pick and roll. But Randall's gonna you know give you your little post up little. Not too much step backs, but you know, <laughs> it took one game for Julius Randle to real Don Juan back in the yeah, building. But but still, in saying all that, it, I I got three things that I got from this game. We we saw the team that the, the team is deep. We still missing Grimes, IQ, and, and OB really didn't play. But you know, once they get it going, those the bench is really gonna be crazy. Randle looking good. And then just the heart, the will, the way, the fact that they were able to come back from nineteen was huge for me. That was four things, bro. Four, four things you were really excited about. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but nah, feel good. Feel good. Not much to complain except the refs. Oof. Nah, yeah. We just let's not even get into that. Hey, shout out to Julius Randle, man. Twenty-four points, hey. eleven rebounds, six Show assists. Love. For as much as we kill him, he was really just played in flow. Shooting the ball two of six from three, you know, that's that that was just all his threes were good threes, you know, mm-hmm. made, they didn't fall, but nine of 16 from the field, two of six from the three. But let's talk about the star of the show. And shout out to Jalen Brunson, Chris, that 15, nine, and six, man. We'll take that. We'll take of course. that. Zero turnovers, zero turnovers, shot a little bit off from the field, seven from 18. But the star of the game was Mr. Cam Reddish. Man, what an enigma Cam Reddish is on this team. But he balled out yesterday. 22 points, five rebounds, three steals, three of six from downtown, nine of 15 from the field, man. Cam Reddish, it was not looking too good for him in preseason. And mm-hmm. it took another injury from Quentin Grimes for him to play yesterday. Tips threw him out there. Man, did that boy shine. And you just see the talent, man. The thing with Cam has never been about talent. It's been about consistency. We can all say the same thing. But, man, yesterday he put it all together. And, listen, if we can get that kind of Cam Reddish on this team, boy, Fournier, we're going to have to get some way to get out of Fournier or Rose because Q Grimes and Cam Reddish have to play Knicks basketball. That's for sure. That's for sure. What do you think about uh, Mr. Cam Reddish? to start off, Gotta apologize to the Cam Hobbs. <laughs> Gotta apologize, man. I've been kind this guy's ass for so long. Not yet, not yet. And not yet. he apologized. Don't but let, let me let me let me apologize for this. I'm not saying he should be a starter. I don't think he should be getting 30 some minutes. I'm just apologizing for the narrative. Like I just thought that 
the guy is done. He's gonna be that, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be that player that, you know, stars are gonna be like that. Who who was that guy that you know was a superstar back in high school that was killing everybody? Everybody's always gonna talk about Cam Reddish, and then he just fell off the face of the earth and played in Europe. But I, personally, that's what I thought, especially because of preseason. I just thought that it was too much that too much bad habits for him to overcome, and. Some of those bad habits when he puts it together, like last night, is literally superstar potential. Like this guy was doing things that nobody on the list could do right now, but also just how athletic and gifted. He's just gonna jump over people, beat people to to spots that he he deserves rotation minutes. This this is this is where I'm going now. Like he deserves some rotation minutes. Unfortunately, maybe fortunately for the Knicks, it's gonna take some minutes for Forney. IQ is going to take a take a little bump too, realistically. Unless he's going to step up decision making or whatnot. Sometimes he could be costly with just suddenly with some long threes, not in rhythm, and we can't have that anymore. Cameron is like I said, I apologize to the hive. I think he deserved good minutes. He should be in the rotation. And you know, hopefully, realistically, watching him yesterday, I envisioned a, a lineup with him starting. And that's Ooh. that's how much he impressed me last night. And wow. if he could start, I just keep – and like I said, I, I like Grimes to start too, but I want Grimes to just become himself, become his own person off the bench. And, and man, man Cam, to, Cam could be a, that, bro. Cam could really be a starter, man. It, it takes a lot to apologize for that, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I was a little hard on him, man. He's a guy like, what, 22 years old, got a future ahead of himself. And I, and I don't really put cap on players. But I saw him, and he makes so many dumb decisions. It's like, no way we're going to really give this guy minutes, especially knowing Tibbs. Tibbs will pull you out there just for looking at him wrong. I'm like, get out of there. Why are you looking at me like that? You know? So Let's see. Let's see, man. Chris, I, I know you got a lot to say about Mr. Cam Reddish, bro. Talk, see, talk your stuff. Talk your see, Juan, that's what Cam Reddish does to you. He teases you. He makes you feel good at times. And he breaks your heart. Well, said, that, well, that heat check three pointer he took that broke my heart. Are, I'm you, not gonna are, are you in the Cam Hive? Are you in the Cam Hive? I'm a Duke fan, so I I love my Dukies. I, I root for them in the league. But I saw this at Duke. And I said this a, a bunch of times. He was supposed to be the dude at Duke. RJ reclassified. Then it was him and RJ, and then Zion came along. That wasn't expected, and. and he could never adapt to being a dude. I don't take over. RJ and Zion were averaging like 22 a game. And Cam just, the inconsistencies I saw in college. But you always said, your untapped potential. Crazy potential if he gets to get let loose in the league. And But this is what we've seen, right? Cam could go off. Yeah. That's why, you know, we're going to see Friday how he responds. He's an ultimate tease. We we've seen these from type of these type of players in the league. And before, you know, I, I was getting on because of the inconsistencies are crazy. He's getting off. He was getting opportunities, especially in preseason, but he didn't show it. And he he got an opportunity yesterday, you know, with Oquit and Grimes and all that. And he should be the star because honestly, ever he's the best player that can go off the dribble, like better than way better than RJ like way better like so it's just the consistency that's what is stopping him from being that dude yeah and being a 
20 point per because that's there like there was t-mac comparisons like he has that in him but it's just a matter of consistency that's literally t-mac and pg are kind of like the players that i was yeah like and that's what we gonna see so friday we'll see because he could drop three points and shoot one for nine and then everyone's <laughs> back to hating him so i ain't gonna and i'm gonna take back my apology <laughs> you know then we then we're gonna be like ah i take back the apology you know forget that you know Sam, you know it's just the what we saw yesterday was what we want to see, but I, I don't believe I, I'm mm. not buying it. I'm not buying in that it's going to be oh, consistent, right. consistent enough. And you know he should be ahead of Quentin Grimes. Quentin Grimes is a good player, like, but we we a lot of fans overrated him. Like, yo, you can't trade him for Mitchell for for uh, Donovan Mitchell. Like, what? Quentin Grimes? Like, I, I'm I'm, I'm I'm in that. That's me right there. Like that that that's crazy. That's crazy, but. You know, Grimes shouldn't stop Reddish from like starting or whatever, getting minutes. Like Cam Reddish is a better player than Quentin Grimes, like especially offensively and all that. So he that shouldn't be stopping him. It's just he's gonna he's the reason he's stopping himself. It's yeah, on him. Good. He needs to get in there. Take he still took some bad shots yesterday. You're like, all right, that's the camera. <laughs> like it's an experience that I don't really want to fully experience with him because it's 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 very J.R. Smithy and. We know how that goes, like that experience. And that's what could be his career is he's a J.R. Smith. Like he can go off at 30, but he can go off at six and just do some stuff. You're just like, oh my goodness, did he just do that? Like, yeah. did he like, like, and it's just, I don't buy into it yet. Good game, happy. Cause if, if he didn't have that game, we, we, we were put, we lose by 20 plus. No, that three in the Good for him. That was a big game. Good for him. I'm happy for him. Room for him, obviously, but, uh, I'm not going to buy in yet. Okay, some big, big, big words there from Chris, who uh, he needs to see more, and, and he deserves it. He deserves it because cameras has just not been consistent enough for us. But let's go a little rapid fire here. Uh, we didn't get a chance to do this yet, but let's have a little bit of season prediction. I mean, I know game one has been played, but it's still 81 games, all right? The Knicks are going to go 81-1 and one now, so we know that. <laughs> we got the loss out the way. You know, so it's a eighty-one and one top. So let's go for let's go right into a season record prediction, man. Season record prediction. I got the Knicks actually going forty-two and forty. Mm. Forty-two and forty. I like that record for us. Uh, I sprinkled a little bit on the forty-five wins. You know, you just have to sprinkle something. It was plus four thirty. So might as well, because like games like yesterday, bro. Like you win some of these games and you have forty five wins. That's why it hurts. That's why it hurts so much because that's a game you could steal. Like that's against a good team. That team was what almost won sixty games last year. Ja almost won MVP if he was healthy. Like that's a game you gotta steal. You gotta steal those. I mean, look quickly. Obi and RJ combined to go five for twenty seven for thirteen points. That's thirty percent of our rotation player. Shooting five for twenty-seven. I mean, you're just not gonna win games hey, like that. Obi Toppin's another one that I'm like, all right, he deserves his twelve minutes because <laughs> people want. Hey, I'm gonna go on a little rant. Every, oh, we need to trade Julius Randle and start Obi Toppin. All right, so you want to lose sixty games? Okay, do that then. Yeah, that's mm. gonna happen because Obi's not. I'm sorry, he he's not a guy that. You know, people want to trade Julius Randle, blah, 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 blah. Because if he had a bad game, oh, my God, you would have heard it. Oh, uh, he Because uh, Obi wanted to play 12 minutes right of rent. Nah. R- rent, Obi Toppin is good where he's at. He's on the bench, gives you energy, 
you know, play good with the second unit if he has a good point guard, but starting, playing 30 minutes a game? Man, see, the the 42 points didn't convince you last year, the 20 points in preseason. Okay, so that that I I bring that up. Hey, all right, the last few games of the NBA season is like the last week of school. You just – the teacher just lets you do whatever. <laughs> they just let you do whatever. Like, right, it's the last week. We don't care. You graduating, you getting left back anyway. You just do whatever. Just don't kill yourself. And we see this all the time. So, like, people over – oh, he scored 42. Yeah, that's good. But you're playing against either out of it or they're resting their starters, all right? And that's what happened. All right? he, he did what he was supposed to do against inferior competition. So I don't buy that. I didn't buy it. I was like, I'm not going, oh, he's going to be the starter because he dropped 42. We see this all the time from guys. You, if you just look at the stat sheets from, from like, the end of the season from random teams, you'll be like, well, that guy played didn't play a lot and dropped 40 or he dropped 30 in a game. Like, we see that all the time. So I don't buy I don't buy, you know, his end of the season that he balled. Good for him. He should have. But that doesn't mean anything. That meant nothing to me. That meant, oh, he should be a starter over Julius Randle. We should trade. Chris, nah, Chris, is Chris is not in the OBH. Chris is not in the OBH. We man. can see that. Give, give us your season record prediction while you're at it right now. Um, 38 wins. 38 wins. 38, 38 wins. And 43. Whoa. They'll, so they'll the be, they'll win be one game. They'll be, they'll be in that 38 to 42 wins. 38 you know, 42. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be in that, in that range. I think, I think. We're gonna lose games like we're gonna lose games like this. We're gonna lose games like this, and the the East is tougher. And you know, but I don't think that's a bad thing. I know that sounds bad, but it's going to be a, a, a it's still going to be an improvement. Because listen, we got Brunson now. We could continue to build, continue to build going forward. And the next yeah. and listen, we don't know the next off season. They're gonna be someone that's gonna be disgruntled. That we may be able to, but we have to show that we're at least in hiding in the in making progress. But if we lose twenty games, then no, obviously we'll be scored. But if we're gonna we're gonna be in that thirty-eight to forty-two win range. We're gonna be battling for a playing spot, and, and that to me, that's that's it's not what you want to hear, and it's not what I want. But I think that's okay. I, I, at the end of the day, that's that's still okay. Still, it's still more progress. We're we're not going to win a championship this year, even if we had Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. But we got to make these steps. We got to show with like people want us to tank. I think that's the worst thing. I don't want to go back to those days where we're losing sixty-five games. Wembanyama. Like like even though Wembanyama sounds good and all that, and we know how that works. We have the worst record and we get the fourth pick. So like. Hey, Scoot Henderson. A lot. There's a lot of people. Chris, you a draft guru? You know this. Class is nice. What happened in 2019? We had the worst record, and it's like at least get number two, so we get Ja, and then we end up with three, and we get RJ Barrett. So yeah. I I don't want to go through that. That hurt my heart too much. It breaks yeah, my heart. I'm I was that was a sad period in my life watching the Knicks team. I'm over it. At least give me something where I can be like, all right, at least we have a chance to win tonight. Not like, all right, we're gonna lose by 30 points tonight, but hey, we might get Zion. Nah, <laughs> that's how I'm over that. You, you I'm didn't over even that. watch Nick games. You start watching college games, thinking like, "Oh, what could be?" No, I'm watching all the. I'm like, all right, if we get second pick, John, John, okay, RJ, we got guard. I'm watching this. I'm like, forget about the. They, they're gonna lose by forty. Let's just get the ping pong, but we yeah, didn't get it. And so I'm over that. Once that happened, I was over the the, the tanking and all that. I was I was um going to the games with uh, Zion Williamson, Cap Space, Kevin Durant, just like. I did a tape and I would put it on my jersey and I was going to games like that. 
at the end of that 17 win season. That was bad. That was bad. Yeah. So, on, I never, never want to go through that again. Uh, my prediction, I, you know, same thing as you, Mario. Honestly, yeah, forty-two and forty. No, yeah. yeah, I um, before preseason, I was around thirty-eight, thirty-nine. So it's in that range, right? But I do feel like, yes, the East is better, but I don't think that you know. Look at Zach Levine is already out. The Bucks are Middleton is out. Hornets, who knows if they're gonna be back in the in the thick of things, honestly. Buck Knight just got caught up with some Miles Bridges, y'all already know that. <laughs> Melo already hurt. You know, there's gonna be a lot of these things within the season. Granted, we're we're capable of also losing a couple players too. So, you know, I can't take us out of that that conversation. But I I do think that we're just gonna be somewhere between seven, seven and eight. And when I look at the standings, that's around 43 to 41 wins. And realistically, I so that's where I see is in that tier. I don't see us any less because, I mean, you got the Pistons, but the Pistons on the come up. They're not really there yet, but they could surprise teams. I'm not going to say that they're just a terrible team. And it might be even hard for them to tank, realistically. But, you know, the Magic got a, got a bunch of young guys that they're probably going to be in the bottom. Pages are tanking. Like, it's just so many other teams in the East that – I really don't see us losing to, yeah, you know, and so 42, 7, 8 seed in the East is my I'll, prediction. We'll take that. We'll take I'll that. take, I'll take that. I think that, I think that's a, if that happens, woo, you be ecstatic as a Knicks fan. Yeah. And that gives you sure. hope. That gives you hope. So let's go, right. Let's go. Let's give me, give me a hot take. One hot take. One hot take quick and easy. Don't want You're going to bring it to me right away since right I'm away. already here, right? One hot take. Julius Randle, he's gonna be an All Star once Ooh, again. That's Julius my hot take. Randle All Star. That's his, that's, that's that, you looking good. You looking look. My hot take. I said R.J. Barrett would be an All Star. So <laughs> we looking bad on that one. We're looking bad. So you got Jules going back to the All Star game. I got R.J. making his first All Star appearance. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Chris. What's you got? One hot take for you. Oh man, hot take. I mean that Julius Randle one's pretty good because um, he is the best player on the team. So. Mm. Oh, now. Stop living in the moment, fellas. Uh, I've been saying he's still the best player on the team. He's still the best. I think RJ is like the third best player. Mm. Um, I think trade rumors about RJ Barrett at the deadline. Wow. RJ Barrett. That's because, in my opinion, I don't think the Knicks are high on RJ the way fans are. I really think they quite, because we heard questions like, are they going to give him an extension or not? And there was some, and there were, he was in trade rumors with, with Mitchell. Yeah. I don't think they think that he has the ceiling that Knicks fans think he has. Yeah. This wow. I that, think that, that he could, they may think he may be an 18 to 9 to 20 point player player and maybe a borderline all-star. I don't think they think he's the number one dude. And I think that's the one thing. And I've said this, I think I said on your show, I think I said it on a bunch of shows. I don't think they think he's the dude. I really don't think he's the dude. And I think that's why they got Brunson. I think they're trying to figure out if he's the third option on, on a really on a, on a good team. Maybe he's the, that's his ceiling. But yeah. but uh, I think we'll start hearing trade if uh, trade rumors with RJ uh, around the deadline. That's a scolding. That's a world, yeah. Let, 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 let's see, man. 
let's see because after yesterday's game and even after this offseason you mentioned it he was in trade rumors we kind of gave him the extension as a like f you to danny Ainge. it was like all right you don't want to take our trade package we'll sign rj to this extension and you see players like tyler hero jordan Poole. they all got more money than him so the knicks definitely are not 100 percent sold on rj so yeah, definitely nope. right about that. Uh, let's talk about a player real quick. Uh, real, which player do you expect a big leap from this year? Uh, are you going to stay on the Julius Randle train? Are you expecting Julius <laughs> nah, to come I, back? I, I don't think he makes a big leap. I think he. I think the biggest leap will come from, wow, this is a tough one, man. I'm not going to lie. It's probably not going to be someone that was already on the team. I'd say hardest thing. Hardenstein, I think he. I mean, yesterday he showed us, but I, I also think that the fact that he brings us something different that we haven't had, you know, the backups before, always kind of were always like Mitch, like you know, where this guy is actually someone. If Mitch ain't working, bring this other guy, and clearly last night we saw that, you know, there's gonna be a lot of moments where Mitch ain't working. He's he he's such a liability offensively where. Where Hardenstein can can do a little bit of both defensively and offensively, and his playmaking is such a great asset to have on the floor that I think he's gonna be great to the team. But the fact that he, the opportunities are gonna be there, he's gonna get more minutes. He's gonna have career highs left and right. So I think the biggest leap will be him. Do you think he's closing games like yesterday? I think he will be closing games. Honestly, I thought he was a big gas too last night. Don't get me wrong, because especially he was, at the he end. Was, yeah, he definitely was. But I do think he's gonna be closing games. And I, if Mitch doesn't get in foul trouble, he's probably not gas. But I, I, I really do think he's. We're, we're spending hot fuel. We're gonna look back at this episode with a lot of hot take. My biggest Knicks taking a leap. I'm, I'm looking bad after game one, but I gotta stick to the script. Uh, I think I thought. Well, I still believe that IQ is going to take a step where where we know what we have in IQ. Because, listen, IQ and Obi are contract extension eligible after this season. So the Knicks are looking around like, we we might not pay both these guys. So I feel like quickly he's going to separate himself this year. And he's just – he's a microwave. We know that he's been having he, – he got off to a horrendous start last year. It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. And this year, he's starting off again, too. Preseason wasn't special for him. And yesterday, game one, 0 for 6 from the field, just a complete ghost, a shell of himself. But I just see a lot in quick, man. Like, he, once he's hot, he's hot. He could literally win games for us. We saw that last year, the Miami game, a few games. End of the season, last days of schools, like Chris said, he had a couple of triple-doubles. Uh, but I think quickly he's going he's gonna to shine this year, and, and that's my biggest person to take a leap where we like, okay, we have something here in IQ, and Knicks are still star searching, so he might yep. be in a trade package, so we don't know. But I, I believe in IQ. That's that's my guy. What about you, Chris? I, I agree. I, I went with him before the season, so I, like I said, I'll, I'll stick with him. I think he he's uh, – I think the one thing that we've seen with preseason, I think the addition of Brunson – and obviously I have a Derrick Rose. So I think there's a part of quickly that probably feels slighted in a, in a way by New York because he kind of feels like he should have ascended into maybe that that top spot. So I think uh, he probably feels just feeling himself right now, yeah. just a little disappointed. 
So, uh, and, and that's natural from players, right? When you feel like you, you, you're ready to take that leap um, and be in the guy. So I think he's probably just in his head right now, but I think he's going to bounce back because he's a confident player. Like, sure. even as a rookie, we saw that. Like, he's not afraid to let it loose, and, and that's what I love about Quick. And I think uh, I think as we see Derrick Rose kind of descend as a player, because it seems like he's, he's it's uh, it's about that time. Oh, right? I saw that yesterday. I'm like, hey, I think uh, I think we might have to go back in the woodshed and be like, uh, you know, D.D. Rose, look at the flowers. And yeah. we might have to put put an end to it because it, it looks like it's it's uh, it's 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 uh, coming to the end for D. Rose, which is sad, mm-hmm. but. That's quick, you know. But I think quick had, is just dealing with a little bit like, all right, damn, they went. That's a great Brunson, point. Like yeah. they went after Brunson. Like that should be my spot. So I think he just and he was in trade bit. rumors too. He was in trade rumors. Yeah, too. yeah. And there's a contract stuff and all that. And uh, but I think he'll bounce back because he's just a confident player, and I and I trust him going forward. So he was my breakout guy on this roster, um, and I'm gonna stick with that. I still think he'll be he's going to be good, and uh, just needs to get out of this. He's probably just in his head a little bit right now. Yeah. Bro that but i think he'll bounce back because he, he's just he's a confident player and once he sees the ball go in the basket it, it's uh he'll be all right yeah yeah that's that's a great point he, he definitely needs to see that basket go in and just get in himself get feel, start feeling himself man quick get right because we need you so let's take a quick look at the next five games out before we get up out of here had a lot of nice fire takes five games man the next five games for the new york knicks at home against Detroit, at home against Orlando, at home against the Charlotte Hornets. Then they go on the road to face Milwaukee and Cleveland. Oof. These next five games for the Knicks are are huge, man, are huge because it's important to get off on a good step. And we talked about winning games. We see Milwaukee. They already announced Middleton is out for the next couple weeks. So that's a game they'll be playing without Middleton. Can New York go into Milwaukee and steal one? I think they won last year. They did win last year in Milwaukee. They so the next five games, Don Juan. Let me get a quick prediction on the next five games. Next five, I say four and one. Oof, four and Huge. one. Four and oh, one. After yesterday's performances, you feeling good, bro? Well, you know, we should win Detroit. We should win Orlando and Charlotte. Yeah. So that's three already. And if we play like we did, at least in the second half of that Memphis game, like in, in, against Milwaukee, that should be a win. All right, you. That should be a win, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna back down now. Cleveland is the one that's a little tough, but now Cleveland, like they I mentioned yesterday. injuries yesterday. Darius Garland just Garland got hurt. Got, I'm not sure. They haven't said if that's gonna be a long-term thing. Mind you, I got Middleton and Garland in my fantasy team. Oh, what a start. But, you know, <laughs> it could be 5 and 0, but let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. Let's not get crazy. Calm down. Let's not get crazy. Just do it. Just say it. Just do it. Do it. 5 and 0. Say 5 and 0. No, no, no. 4 1, 4 1, 4 1. He don't want to get too crazy. It's beer ain't that strong. 4 5, say 5 and 0. Chris, what you think? What you think? Oh. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, all right, so we're just doing the first five. They, uh, we're doing the next five, the next doing... five, yeah, past the Memphis game. Okay, so six games, the record after six games. I think they get these next two, two out of three. They, they win two out of three. One of the, the Milwaukee, so what is that? Um, 
So six. I think they'll be five hundred. I think they'll be five hundred. Five hundred. Three and three. Three and two. So three and two in the next five games. Three and two. Yeah, three and two. They'll they'll uh three. They'll win two out of these three uh, at the Garden, um, and uh, they'll win one of those those games uh, on the road, Milwaukee or Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. I'm going for it. I'm going to be the one that says the Knicks go 5-0 and in the next game. I'm not scared of Cleveland. Uh. And Milwaukee, we going to win that game. No Middleton. We're going to take care of business. Listen. Let's get it. I just gave you all the stats earlier. 30% of the rotation played like ass, dog shit. And we mm-hmm. still lost by three against Memphis. Granted, they were missing players. But this team, Memphis, is a well-oiled machine. They went undefeated without John Morant last year. Jaron Jackson has been in and out that line. So this team is used to it. And let me tell you something. That rookie is – he's nice. It's Aldama. Aldama. Yeah, he was – he was. Oh, yeah, he's a third year. Yeah, third year. He's a third year. Yeah, yeah, he's he's second-year guy. Yeah, he's good. I remember second. someone put me on him uh, last year. Like, I had uh, – he was kind of under the he was radar. a rookie. He's a second-year nah. guy? Second year guy, yeah, yeah. He's a uh, he was the last pick in the in the dra- in the first round last year. All right, nice, nice. But yeah, that man. He, I mean, did they even miss Jared Jackson? I mean, the guy was letting it fly from from deep. I mean, I feel like that's why Obi didn't play a lot because he yeah, because Obi's getting yeah off the dribble. Conchor was just letting it fly, man. And it's like you can't lose this guy. He's hitting threes all day. Why is he open? And Conchor had eleven rebounds. He's six foot four. That was that was just six terrible. Four like. We didn't box out like we don't do the little things too in that game. The but little listen, things we go, we going five and zero. We gonna start this season. Look, last year they started off five and one too. So we're gonna do the same thing this year. Go start off five and one, man. And and I'm going for it. I'm gonna be the there guy who goes five and zero. I did it. No, I didn't want to do it. I did it. So somebody clip it. it. Somebody clip let's, it. Let's clip take it. Let's, <laughs> let's take care of Detroit at home. Let's take care of Orlando at home. Let's take care of these teams. Don't want to win. They don't want to win. So we want to win. Let's take these wins. They if they're giving it them out for free, we'll take it, man. We'll take it. And, and just Cleveland. We'll see what we do at Cleveland, man. Yo, shout out to Zebo who's in the building. Zebo, come over here. Say what's up to the people, man. He's yeah, been in the man. background. He on production today. He on production. Hey, y'all got a producer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. we out here. Uh, six men. Five and zero. His prediction. Yo, five, five and zero. Five and zero. Real quick, we're going forty-five and thirty-seven. Ooh, I just said that. Forty-five wins. He got money on that four thirty. I already know. He got yes, money. <laughs> Plus oh, 130, Knicks good, win 45. I think the over-under is on the Knicks this season was like 30 and a half. Yeah, yeah 39 and a half. 39 and a half. Most, most books had them like around that range. So, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's good money right we'll there. Still, but yeah. We'll still five wins. We'll still five wins somewhere. We'll still win. We'll yeah, yeah, yeah. But they could win every game. I wouldn't be shocked. 81 and 1. 81 and 1. Win. Somebody said In that. In this next five games, they could win every game. because they yes, they can. Great. Detroit is is a young team. Orlando's a young, even though Orlando, I lo- they in like three years, Orlando gonna be a problem because Paulo, Paulo's special. That dude's you just gotta be, keep building around them, you know. Gotta build building, yeah, yeah. So they got some good people. Uh, Charlotte is they they bust Spurs, but the Spurs are in tank mode, so that's not shocking that that happens. Yeah, Spurs, <laughs> the Spurs are in full tank mode. Like it is They're the most obvious here. thing <laughs> in the world. Yeah. Like it is, they it's are crazy. tanking like a mother. But, that's uh, crazy. That's crazy. Like, they wild. But, uh, yeah, it, it's bad. Like it's like, yo, come on, y'all obvious. Like <laughs> they, they, they trying high. to promote Keldon Johnson. They like, yeah, we yeah, got this guy. Like, yo, <laughs> we got like, like Vassell gonna drop twenty two. It's like, nah, y'all tanking. 
Yeah, I saw that on IG, but Seth was like, yo, stop talking about one by Niyama to me, man. We're going to ball out. I'm like, bro, you don't even play that yourself. Everything he could ball out if he wanted to. That team is terrible. They're going to trade Yaka Pirtle. He's going to be somewhere else. Like, they they, they tanking, man. That's crazy. That's like the only piece that they they can sell. You look at other teams like Indiana, who they're clearly tanking, but they'll sell on Miles Turner. They'll sell on Buddy Hill. Even Utah, they still got Clarkson, Conley. That's there's somebody. No, Utah, Utah's actually a team that we probably all thought was tanking, and they looked pretty good yesterday. They beat the Nuggets by, you know, double digits. I'm not Yo, sure how much they won. Yeah, man, you know, that's oh, by like 20 yesterday. Right? That's, that's Vegas crazy. right there, because everybody yeah. mother had Nuggets <laughs> money line. Alley. Yeah, man, how that's you, easy money. That that's is easy crazy. money, and, man. They get the, they get destroyed. Come on now, Vegas. See. Vegas man, they know stuff. You be like, why is that line like that? And it's yeah. like, they know. hey man, you can't tell me. Why you think that lights are so bright in Vegas, baby? Exactly, this man. is nice. You gotta keep the lights yeah. on. You gotta keep the lights on. <laughs> and then the NBA wonders why fans are like, yo, that's kind of weird. Like, like they're officiating and on players and stuff. Like, come on, are we? Ain't nah, that's crazy, bro. <laughs> Nobody could have stopped the Joker. He went 12 for 17 from the field. Why they give that man the ball, man? But let's get up out of here, man. What a great fun show. Definitely a lot of moments that we enjoyed out here. As always, Chris, bro, thank you for coming on. Yes, sir. You, you always a great guest, and, and we gotta we gotta keep pushing forward. You know, off the ball is growing network. We just got to keep pushing forward together. And thank you for going out of here, bro. Plug in whatever you got to plug in. And just uh, thank you for coming on the show. No, no, I thank y'all for having me on. It's always, it's always a pleasure chopping up, you know, talking next. You know, hopefully we uh, have a better game. You know, RJ has a better game because he's messing up my sleep. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, man, go follow me off the ball pod. That's where I'm most active uh, on, old, old, uh, on Twitter. Follow the Off the Ball Network, OTB underscore network on Twitter. Um, follow the YouTube channel, Off the Ball Network. Go to offtheballnetwork.com. Dope articles and all that, some dope writers. And uh, check out all the you know, the sponsors and, and uh, all the other great podcasts we got. So uh, appreciate you all for having me. And, uh, you know, uh, we keep growing. Uh, we keep making this thing work. And uh, we, we, uh, we sooner or later we'll have our own studio. So. Yes, yes, sir. So we don't have to go through technical difficulty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, Don Juan, man. What you got to say before we get up out? Yeah, it's your boy, Don Juan, in the building, signing out. To those listening to the show, watching, make sure to follow and subscribe to the channel. Giveaways coming soon. You know, we, we always give the, the viewers always something nice. We haven't, you know, we haven't even spoken about the next giveaway, but we, we definitely going to be doing something nice soon, man. Last one was RJ Jersey, and that one was successful. But, nah, yeah, man, just make sure to follow us on every social media as Knicks fans wild. And, man, we out here, man, bringing y'all the energy that y'all need because it's Knicks fans. You just got to stick together and show love, man. Even though we might disagree here and there, you know, I might like Julius. You might like RJ. You might like Ken. Yo, we all a big family out here, man. So I appreciate y'all for listening and watching. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned that because I was at the Knicks fan TV yesterday. And it's just like Knicks fans, like you, we can argue all day and stuff like that. But we're like, we're in an environment and a setting. Like we really, you know, shout out to CP at Knicks fan TV. He really had a lot of people there, man. I'm talking about the place was packed. Right yeah. there at the 4040 Club. That was pretty impressive, man. Shout out to the Knicks TV family and shout out to the Knicks community, period. 
as we get up out of here, as Don Juan said, man, make sure to give this a like and a subscription to the page. And I got the Knicks going 5-0, and man. I feel pretty good about this <laughs> season. And we're going to see later this week if they're going to make me look coolish, man. Shout out to y'all for watching. And thank y'all for tuning in to Knicks fans while we out here. Peace. Peace.